Hi there, I'm Pastor Gwen. Today, we're going to be talking about living a life of walking by faith. What does that actually look like? How would that look like in your personal life? How can you find a different value of faith? What does it mean? We as Christians say a lot of things about faith and what it means to live a life of faith. We're going to explore that and find out how we can walk this together. God has a purpose for every one of us, and we want to encourage you today to be stronger, to be united, and be victorious in everything God's called you to be. God bless. Walking by faith something that we talk about all the time, not just in church, but outside of church and when we're talking to each other. It's funny, when I was growing up, one of the things that we used to joke about faith is that faith is like jumping off a bridge. And, or one other person put it this way, they said, I think faith is like this. God says to do something, and he says, jump, and, and there's no hole in the wall. But you jump and then expect God to make a hole in the wall for you to go through. And when they said that to me, I thought, what are you talking about? That's not what faith is. But I think we get faith in, in all of the concepts of faith. We, we sometimes super spiritualize them and make them something that they're not. And then so far out of, out of reality that when it comes right down to it, they don't even understand the operation of faith. I think it's good for us to talk about and talk mm -hmm. about what it really looks like, mm -hmm. not just inside on Sunday morning when we all put on a good face. And, and somebody else said, well, faith it till you make it. But although those are not that they're bad sayings, but I think that they don't have a reality touch. They don't have application. They don't have, what does that look like when you're walking down the street? What does that look like when the doctor tells you you've got three months to live? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How, do you, how do you stand on the word? Do you take a Bible and stand on it? Mm -hmm. I met a couple years ago, and they didn't have a, a lot of understanding about the word, but they believed that Jesus would heal, and they came, and they were about to have an operation, and they heard about standing in the word. But even then, now here's the funny thing. No, they didn't stand in the Bible, but they so believed that, that God would heal, and they, they were supposed to have five bypasses hmm. in the heart. Wow. So they were getting set up for that. He literally took his Bible and went to bed that night before he went to surgery the next day, and he slept with the open Bible on his chest. <laughs> I mean, mm -hmm. that sounds crazy, but you know what? Mm -hmm. When they opened him up the next day, they did one little repair, and he didn't need five. And wow. praise the Lord. His wife Amen. got so excited the next night. She said, that's it. I've got this problem with my hip. And she put the Bible on her hip. And it seemed so funny. But you know what? The Lord healed her. It was faith. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's a great example of faith. Um, it's, it's, yes, you need to know the word. You need to understand the word. But it's about a, it, that, what that shows me is it's about a relationship with God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that is the basis of faith, is a relationship with God. And a, when you have a relationship with someone, like I have a relationship with my wife. Mm -hmm. We're glad a, of that. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Amen. But I, there's a trust there mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. there's a relationship there. There's a resting in, I know who she is. I know um, what she's going to do. I have an understanding, and I, I believe her. Mm -hmm. And the same, even more importantly, is that relationship with God, and you have yeah. that relationship, and so you have that trust and that understanding of who they are, their heart mm -hmm. towards mm -hmm. you, and that's why they could. I just they may not know the whole Bible, but that's why they could take it. I just trust what it says in here, and mm -hmm. I put it on here, and I know mm -hmm. it's going to do something because that's mm -hmm. that relationship. 
Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's just, it comes in the same kind of the same way when you have kids and they listen to their parents and what their parents say, that's their truth. Yeah. That's their reality yeah. and they believe it. Mm -hmm. And so as one working with, with different children, <laughs> they'll, they'll talk and they'll tell me and, and what they say and how they act is directly related to what their parents have poured into them and put into them mm -hmm. and spoken to them and what they believe to be truth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Trust is such a key in all of mm -hmm. that. Yeah. And really, they just believe that the Bible would make a difference mm -hmm. in a very basic, basic way. Mm -hmm. Of course, as we go along, sometimes maybe that's really the trouble. As we grow, we think we have to add a bunch of things to it that kind of mess things up sometimes. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> we get too serious about the wrong things and, yeah. and make faith a very complicated issue. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it needs to be. What do you think? No, I don't think it needs to be complicated. I think it has become complicated for many people. Mm -hmm. But I think part of the reason is is that um, I see faith having two components to it in the sense that there's what it is that you're believing. Mm -hmm. And not just what it is that you're believing, but who you're believing. Mm -hmm. And so quite often people, if, if they're not solid in their relationship with the Lord, they lean more to what it is that they're believing, think I need to, well, I must be missing something. I need to know a little bit more about this. Mm -hmm. And they mm -hmm. end up leaning on that instead of leaning upon the Lord himself personally, that relationship piece. Mm -hmm. And so when you lean on what it is, well, I, I think I must be missing something here. It didn't work the way that I was expecting it to. It didn't seem to happen. I must be missing something. I'm going to go back to the Bible and figure out what I've been missing and grow in knowledge and then you end up leaning on what you know mm -hmm. which is mm -hmm. not the same thing as leaning on the Lord so you're yeah, depending right. on what you right. understand mm -hmm. yeah. instead of trusting in the Lord with all mm -hmm. your heart and leaning not mm -hmm. on what you understand mm -hmm. and so there are people I mean you, you can take time to to hear many faith stories about people that have almost no Bible knowledge whatsoever but they have a little bit and yet God will move dramatically in their lives because they, they know him, they trust him first, mm -hmm. even in the little bit that they know. And so the, the story that you're telling is a good example of that because um, nowhere in the Bible can you find any precedent for leaning this book upon your chest to heal mm -hmm. you of you know, heart <laughs> trouble. Right. You're not going to go and find that, you know, I, you can't say to someone, well, I've had heart trouble, so... Uh, I went to chapter and verse here, you know, Hezekiah, you know, 915, and found the verse where it says, mm -hmm. lean your Bible upon your chest and I will heal you. <laughs> like, there's no verse mm -hmm. for that, right? right? right. No. But there no. is a place for believing that God heals, mm -hmm. believing yeah. that he does it today, and you can definitely mm -hmm. find that in the Bible. Mm -hmm. But it's the relationship piece of relying on him personally and yeah. knowing him and yeah. trusting in him that would prompt someone even to, oh, you know, this is his word, okay. His mm -hmm. word works, mm -hmm. sure and does. so yeah. that's what they're doing. And But that comes out of a faith in him, mm -hmm. not so much of a dependency on following the letter of the law concerning mm -hmm. what it means to believe. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and there's this opportunity uh, to look and hear your, this testimony that you said about, you know, laying the Bible on and then being healed. And someone can hear that, and they don't hear the right thing. Yeah. They right. hear, uh -huh. put it here, I am healed. <laughs> right. And the, uh, there's no faith in God in doing that. There's faith in the system. Mm -hmm. There's faith there in the go. action. Process. There's ah. faith in the process and not faith in God. Mm -hmm. And so, so they're just, they hear the one thing. They didn't hear that God healed. They heard that if I put this here, I'll be healed. Mm -hmm. 
And God is so gracious and merciful and kind that he does, he does work in those ways, but it's dangerous to work that way mm -hmm. and Absolutely. not depend on him. Mm -hmm. I think it's dangerous because the focus becomes the what, and that's yeah. the mm -hmm. what yeah. and not the who. The process, and I think yeah. that's what, yeah, the process is the what. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How, what are the facts? And I think sometimes we're a bit lazy. I think that's part mm -hmm. of it. Mm -hmm. We just mm -hmm. want to be able to like, okay, give me the list. Mm -hmm. And when I have achieved the list, I'll have faith. Yeah. <laughs> all the what's, all the facts. I don't think it's just lazy. I think it's actually a sense of control. Because ah. as long as I'm doing what I know to do, oh, I'm still in man. control. Uh, <laughs> right? Wow. Mm -hmm. Right, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I do this and I do that. Uh, it's The choice is mine. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to do this or I'm not going to do this. It's, it's still within my scope of control. But to really trust in the Lord means you don't do any of those things. Yeah. You don't mm -hmm. rely on whether you're doing it right or not. Mm -hmm. You actually have to yield control to someone else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when you can't see him, that's where the faith comes in. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because you're mm -hmm. yielding the control over your life to someone who you can't see. And that's where you begin to cross that, that threshold of faith yeah. is when you start to yield the control of it. And your mind will grasp control. Your flesh wants to have control. Mm -hmm. It has a hard time yielding control, mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you can do all the right things. You can have your letter perfect confession and do all those things. But it, until you've come, un, if that's still coming from a place of I have control over the situation, then you're actually not in a place of faith yet. Mm -hmm. It's not until you've yielded that control to the Lord and are confident in his ability, his willingness, in him personally, until you've crossed over that line and enter that place, you're still in a place of it's up to you, it's up to what you're doing, yeah. you're in control, you're quoting the right verses, wow. you're doing the faith things, but that's still all on you. Mm -hmm. How can you expect him to help mm -hmm. when it's all on mm -hmm. you? Mm -hmm. Right? I, I never thought about it like that, but that's so good because yeah. faith comes by hearing, mm -hmm. uh -huh. yeah. and you control what you hear, but I think we don't connect that. Yeah. We absolutely control what we hear. Mm -hmm. yeah. Even if there's a lot of sounds going on, we control what comes in. Mm -hmm. By the filters of experience or life or just choices, yeah. uh, we're controlling what we're hearing. Mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and inside that little place, I reject that. I don't like that. Or, you know, all those issues of control. Mm -hmm. I think I, ne I never saw it like that before. That's really good. Pastor. Yeah, and I can speak from personal experience in that way as well because um, that was one of the things... When I first came into, into the faith message, one of the things that I found, this was that inner thought. The inner thought was, I don't have to be a victim of my circumstances anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There are things that I can do to change what's going on around me. Mm -hmm. And although that is true, the mental framework in which that knowledge fit within was, I can have control over my environment. Mm. And that's not the same thing as faith. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's true that you can have control over your environment, but it's because you are subject to his authority. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're subject to the Lord. You're trusting in him. Mm -hmm. It's not because you now have control over your environment because you can put certain principles into practice sure. and that will change everything around you. Mm -hmm. That's not the same thing as faith. Yeah. And so it, it was a struggle for me at first in, in many ways because <laughs> I'm looking at, well, what else do I need to know about faith? I need to grow in faith. So I'm spending time trying to learn and develop in the principle of faith, but not actually getting to a place of depending on him to change those things that are going on in my life. Mm -hmm. And there was, there's quite a, a black and white difference between the two, but it, it, for me, it took a while to, to come to a place where I realized that I actually need to 
put the principles aside, my dependence on those things aside, and reestablish that relationship with him where, you know what, you're in control, and I trust you, in, you know, to the Lord. I trust you in what it is that I'm doing uh, in my life to help me in all of these areas. Mm-hmm. It was just a, a, a redirection of my heart and where it was focused. Mm-hmm. made a big difference, though. You know, when you think about Jesus as our example of walking with God when he was on the earth, you know, he was in perfect communion with the Father. He only did what he, the Father did. He only said what the Father said. You think about him healing blind eyes, and he, he did it one way with one person and then another way with another person, and you think about, well, why did he do it all those different ways? It's because he was not doing a process he was not trying to control the situation like you're talking about, Pastor Jason. Mm-hmm. He was relying on the Father. He had a relationship with the Father, and he heard the Father, and he did what the Father told him to do. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. those people you were talking about, they had a relationship with the Father. They had they had trust in Him. They had a, a relationship with Him, and they did what they felt like they were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And that faith, mm-hmm. it is the faith that was that was mm-hmm. um, exuded there yeah. that brought the healing. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily the act of putting the Bible on mm-hmm. on the chest, right. but the faith behind it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they knew that when they came to Jesus, that they would be healed. Yes. Yeah. And it's interesting. I always find it very interesting when he went to Nazareth. He couldn't really do anything yeah. mm-hmm. where he was born, and that's because they knew him. Mm-hmm. They knew Jesus differently. Yeah. They knew him as the carpenter's son. Yeah. Right. And they didn't know him as the healer. Yeah. That's right. And so if you know Jesus as the healer, yeah. it makes a big difference. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Pastor Jason, you talked about um, that this is a black and white situation uh, where you talked about the perspectives in that. Can you, can you give us a little bit more on how this is black and white? How would we draw the line? between the who because we understand faith does have some works yeah it's absolutely. it's got things that we need to do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. reading the word developing mm-hmm. a relationship all those things mm-hmm. how can we how can we make a line there sometimes that line is easier to see in extremes so for example um you've heard i know we've we've heard and and, and seen dramatic miracles with, with people that have come to the end of their circumstances the end of themselves yeah they're in a place of almost desperation because they, they've exhausted all their other options and now the only thing to do is to rely on the Lord. Mm-hmm. But it, that doesn't mean that we have to come to a place where we've tried everything else except God and now he's our last resort and now we're, <laughs> we're not propagating that. Yeah. But, we are, but it's easier to see the line mm-hmm. in the sand mm-hmm. and know, okay, well, as long as you still have options, as long as you still have a place where you have control over what's going on, then you're still in a place where it's up to you. It's, you're not relying on him. Mm-hmm. So that dividing line for me really has to do with the condition of the heart. It's not so much shown by what you're doing on the outside. It has everything to do with the condition of the heart. And um, if we're walking with the Lord personally, 
you can't walk with him very far before you get to a place where you realize that you have to yield control of your life to him somewhere. Mm -hmm. And that in itself is faith. Mm -hmm. Now, usually when we think about faith, we think about it in terms of things like healing or prosperity, things that are tangible and seen, because you can see the evidence of faith in something like a miracle or a healing in the body or something where there's a miracle provision. You can see the evidence of that faith there, whereas seeing evidence of faith in someone's character might take a little bit more of time to see something like that. <laughs> But that being said, there are people who can change in a moment that way as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It just seems to take a little bit longer when it comes to character develop than it does necessarily a healing in the body. It's not as visible and evident. But the, the principle behind it is still the same because it has to do with the yielding of your life to him mm -hmm. and the trusting of him to govern and direct and provide for your life. Mm -hmm. And to me, that is that, that line in the sand that makes the difference between black and white. That's why it would be clear or not. Um, it's whether or not that person's life is yielded to the Lord or not in all of those matters. Mm -hmm. Like, can you get to a place, the question is, can you get to a place where you know that your life is, your, let's say you're talking about your physical body concerning healing, where your physical health is perfectly in his hands and you have yielded control over your physical health to him in a very real heartfelt way and now are totally depending on him for the healing and sustaining of your health and your physical body. To cross that line and get to a place where I'm depending on him, you're now in the right place to address the word and, and obey it the way that it says because you're not trying to use this book as a method to get something from God. Mm. You're now obeying him because this is what the Lord says. Yes. Mm -hmm. He's yeah. he's Lord and Absolutely. he says that. Absolutely. I trust it, yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And you, mm -hmm. you mentioned something about hearing a little bit earlier. And um, actually, if we can, I mean, sure. we can yes. go to... Uh, Let's go there. Romans? See, for, no, actually, First Thessalonians. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, this is the amplified version, so it amplifies. <laughs> and First uh, Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 13 now, this verse really stood out to me because, because of what we're talking about right now. And it says this, 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 13 says in the Amplified, And we also especially thank God continually for this, that when you received the message of God, so there's the word, mm -hmm. the gospel, when you mm -hmm. received the message of God, which you heard from us, you welcomed it not as the word of men, mm -hmm. but as it truly is the word of God. Mm -hmm. which is effectually at work in you who believe. And then the Amplify goes on to say, exercising its superhuman power in those who adhere to and trust in and rely on it. Mm -hmm. But notice the difference. You didn't just hear the gospel as another doctrine, another message that some person made up. You heard it as it actually is God speaking to you. And that's the difference. That's that dividing line. They didn't just hear another principle, another thing to do, another doctrine. They, they heard God speak. This is God's message to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there's a dividing mm -hmm. line there between mm -hmm. the doctrines of men, even if they're based on the Bible, the mm -hmm. doctrines of men versus hearing God speaking to me personally. Mm -hmm. And I, it mm -hmm. says, which is at work in you who believe? Mm -hmm. And I think the Amen. working of that word in the life of the believer is really dependent on whether they actually hear God speaking to them in mm -hmm. it or not. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I, I know from the basics of ABC basics of faith, when you're taught, one of the things you get taught is 
this is God speaking mm-hmm. to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's where that relationship comes in because suddenly this is not just a book of good things to do. It's not just a book of uh, moral standards. It's not just a principles, I do this, this, and this, and then God does this in my life. It is God speaking to me. And when it becomes personal like that, that's where that faith in him really comes into place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. So we've heard that walking by faith is something that's rooted in relationship, that it's got a dividing line, and is more about who he is than what he does. God bless.